With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. This is Tableau. We recorded this episode about a month prior, as we've had to do at times this year. But before we get to today's episode... I'd like to ask all of you to join me in doing something, if it's okay. If you're able to, please consider joining me in donating to community bail funds and Black-owned businesses in the United States. I'll provide the links on this episode's description. I appreciate anyone donating, and even if you can't, I know you will stand in solidarity against injustice in your own way. Thank you. You're listening to your Tableau podcast. A podcast. You are listening to your podcast. Back to your. You are listening to the Tableau podcast. Welcome to the Tableau podcast. Hey Diane. So, um, have you ever uh, called in, like, for help? Oh, they're gonna say your uh, radio show, and I was about to say yes. And have you ever like, like, because uh, you needed you needed someone to hear you out or someone to talk to? Have you called anywhere? Like, you know those numbers. Hotlines? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, well, they sort of don't… Well, it's not easy to now because you have all these different apps and like services, right? Yeah. Um, but a long time ago, before all that, you would have a phone num- number that you can like call into. Like a hotline. Uh, if, you, if you have… Uh, if you're going through something, right? And there was this thing called Teen Reach. It was for like high school kids. Okay. And uh, I was one of the volunteers. Oh. To be like receiving the phone calls and giving advice. And uh, this was in Korea. I went to an international school. And they were like… They were, they were gathering volunteers for, uh, for this Teen Reach program. Where it would be like peers hearing peers out. And it was anonymous calls. So like people can call and they don't say their name. Um, and it was mostly for underclassmen. This was towards the end of my high school. Oh, so this is like within your school. Yeah, I think this was my senior year. Okay. And um, and someone was like… Yo, like I was Dan at the time. They're like, yo Dan, you should, uh, you should volunteer for that. And I'm like, why? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> New York Mike is crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Just making conversation. Damn. <laughs> you don't need to come. come I was like, all right. <laughs> and then… Uh, <laughs> they, they would go, actually, okay, no, don't do it. <laughs> uh, and then I signed up for it. Okay, and, uh, yeah. And then a friend of mine named Hansun. Hansun and, and me. Hansun and I. Uh, we paired up. So what it, it okay? So there's this church. I don't know if it's still around, but there's this church in Seoul, um, and we would go there, and it was I think it was like once a week, but like it would be there every day. But they had different volunteers for each day, right? And we would go, 
And uh, we'd go inside this office area inside the church. And I don't know why they had us in a church. But um, so we're in this place with a phone. And you would have to sit from a certain time to a certain time waiting for phone calls. Okay. Um, and then if you get a phone call, you try your best to give them advice. Mm-hmm. And it was usually for like freshmen or sophomores or like middle class, uh, middle school kids um, that have to like that need advice from like peers but upper class. Yeah. And it was called Teen Reach. So we get there the first day. You know, no one's calling basically. And it's not even like a, like a system where they can text us or like leave a comment. Right? We just have to literally wait by the phone. And that's what we were doing. And, and then no one's calling. We have to keep each other entertained. So we're like just telling each other, you know, stupid stuff. And just like, you know, just like taking turns slapping each other. <laughs> I, I hate… I hate boys. Why are like, <laughs> and then you guys are giggling, and you're like, "Man, you're my best friend." <laughs> yeah, I love you, man. I love you <laughs> till the end of time, Hans. <laughs> uh, and then no one's calling. Hours pass, and we're like, I, and I'm like, dude, this is great. First of all, I get to chill here with a friend. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have to be home. And also, obviously, our school's doing a lot better than we 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 thought. Cause oh lit- yeah, because no cause one has literally problems. no one is calling. Yeah. And then we got we get the first phone call. It was like it was like a rotary phone. No, it's like it's like somebody decided to look at Bruce Wayne just decided to be Batman. Uh-huh. And he's like waiting for like crime to happen. Yeah. Or something to happen so he can go out and like um, you know, be the hero. Yeah. And no one, nothing bad is happening. Right after <laughs> yeah. he decides to become Batman. Yeah. And then you get the call. So I'm like, Hansen and I are like, oh, 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 oh my God, who's gonna pick up? <laughs> you pick up. No, you pick up. You pick up. Yeah. Pick up the phone. They're like, hello. I'm like, hi, this is Teen Reach. Um, tell, you can talk to us. Tell us, uh, tell us what what you want to talk about, and and then they start into it, and it seems like, you know, they're troubled, and then they start like laughing their asses off, and and then they hang up, and I'm like, oh, prank call, right? Yeah, and I'm like, oh God, yo, dude, it was a prank, and we're like, you know, just. Slapping each other again. <laughs> um, anyways, anyways, like nothing really big happened. Oh, okay. That day, uh, and then I go back to school and I ask the other guys that are doing this, I'm like, do, do you guys get calls? And they're like, some prank calls. And I'm like, oh my god, like, when are the real calls gonna come in? Uh, and it, it was like this for a while. Like, I think people just thought it was a joke maybe. Yeah. Plus maybe they weren't totally comfortable uh, talking to someone in their school. Right? Maybe we didn't think this out. Maybe we should have had like a professional there. 
I mean, you want to talk about phone anxiety. Eventually, like, they had a professional sit with us. Okay. Uh, or whatever they they said it was a professional. I'm not really sure. Uh, it could have just been someone's mom. But um, <laughs> eventually, we did get a couple calls uh, where uh, one kid was like, you know, suicidal, and um, and and it was not easy for me to like help because uh obviously like i was not a professional and i was just not equipped for it or ready for it um but i i did hear them out and at the end they were like you know at least thank you i'm like i'm really sorry i i I don't know how i can like really help yeah and they're like no thank you for listening and that was the value of it yeah right but mostly it was prank calls <laughs> and us and me and Hansun or me and New York Mike just slapping each other <laughs> constantly. <laughs> if the only the person on the other line knew, like, oh, this is who's on the other on the other line. <laughs> uh, but what I you know I I just remembered this because like because like I, I realized that now um, a, a lot of people are using my socials like a hotline mm, yeah which um which is which is fine um like my ig my instagram like a lot of the comments and also dms are like asking for advice and then i was reminded um of teen reach mm. during high school and how i was so bad at it um and and now I I mean like I I try but like I was saying you need to talk to somebody that is uh, better prepared for it and um, maybe you know maybe celebrities aren't or like or musicians or actors aren't um, aren't the people you should go to for yeah. for expecting some solutions yeah because a lot of them are also confused as hell. And have no one to talk to. Um, But I do try to respond once in a while. When I feel like they do need it from me. But then I… You know… And then I will tell them… But you should really talk to someone… If you you think this is going to be… Like a real problem. Like a a bigger problem. Um, Yeah. My middle school had that. (laughs) Really? Teen Reach? Uh, It wasn't phone call. It was a… It was called… You were a peer helper. It was a class. Like you could sign up for it as like a So it wasn't class. even anonymous? Huh? Um, I mean it was like confidential. That's what it was. Like the idea was that it was confident. It was middle school. Like, <laughs> And you you see each other face so to face? So you would, you would make like appointments with them. Uh-huh. And then you would like… Either during like lunch or like a break or something. You would meet in private like in the classroom. Like you… It would be blocked off. Like no one was allowed to like… Walk in on you kind of a thing. Uh-huh. And like it was like you're supposed to believe it was like full confidentiality. And then like you write like what your issue is like on a piece of paper. And you can like slip it in. Uh-huh. And then like you know the other kid who signed up for the class like gets it. And so like uh, I, I think I recall like if you sign up for that class. Like you have to go like through training. And so we… This was in Davis, California. And we have UC Davis. The, the college. Yes. And so they would meet with like… Uh, the like psychology students and like 
people who are training to be counselors to just like talk to them about like different things that might come up. Oh and yeah, stuff we like had that. we had similar. Training. Yeah, you had yeah. to do get do training like sensitivity training yeah, yeah, and yeah. like you know, but at the same time, be like you're also a kid, so know like when you should go to an adult about certain things, you know, and stuff like that, and like what's out truly out of your hands, like blah blah blah, you know, and like basically just be like you're there more to be like a friend, you know, yes. than than to be help. Um, yeah. I I think I had similar training. It was very bare bones though. <laughs> and and here's the thing. So what I what I was trying to say is that back then, I think the reason why we didn't get many calls, like basically none, and then and we had to spend all that time slapping each other, is because at the time it was really difficult to even fathom speaking to someone about your emotional problems, mm-hmm. especially. In 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 a Korean, like Korean American or Korean community or setting, yeah. And I and I think that was the reason. I think if Teen Reach existed now, and I was still in high, let's say I was in high school, yeah, and we had that program, and people could like you know like text in or like you know yeah video maybe not even have the pressure yeah. of like the voice yeah like anonymous phone call in or yeah. whatever. Um, I'm sure a ton of people would would call, and I, I think it's it's remarkable how times have changed. Uh, and I'm glad that people are more open to talking about it, right? Because literally, that is the first step. Mm-hmm. You gotta say it, and someone's gotta hear it and listen, and that's where it begins. Yeah. Right? Um, you won't know to go to a professional until you take the first necessary step for someone to know and tell you yeah. to go see a professional. And I think about all the kids that were like… That were maybe picking up their phones back in those days. And like thinking about calling us. But just ended up not calling us because they didn't feel like it was appropriate. Or that you know the, they didn't trust it. Or they, they were too scared to like share their emotions. Yeah. And then, and then being at home. Um, being excellent students. And great kids to their parents. And not being able to tell anyone that they're lonely or sad or heartbroken or… Um, you know, not happy to be themselves. Mm-hmm. And and I wonder about where these kids must be now, right? Because they're probably, you know, a lot of them are probably like married. Some are going to be dads. Some are going to be moms. Um, and and I'm, I'm hoping they found some help later along the way. Because man, how shitty is that? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, now it's like not trendy, but it is like it's like a thing for people to just like lay out their issues. And you know, there's obviously ways where that also is a problematic way of yeah. doing it. But like the fact that it's like such a more much more accepted thing on social media, at least like what I see with like um uh like American kids or whatever, just shit it being like I'm hella sad today. Mm-hmm. Like I'm bad. Like like like. But almost like um, nihilistically where they'll be like… Just cry. Eh. Like Yo. just sob my heart out in my car alone. Eh. Like that. One you know? big indication that it is acceptable to uh, talk about your emotions now… Yeah. Is that uh, rappers 
will have no problem saying they cried. Yeah. Do you know how big of a development that is? Yeah. For a rapper to be like, dude, I I cried last night thinking about you. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> even that. You know yeah. how hard that is? Yeah. That was not accepted. Yeah. Like no one did that. Yeah. They cried alone. Like in in secrecy. Yeah. But now um, a lot of the songs are like completely open about their emotions. Right? Which is a huge indication that… Um, that it's 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 way easier to uh, to talk about your emotions. The problem is what you just mentioned. Because it's become so like accepted, and and so many people are um, you know opening up through their various different platforms and channels. Because so much of it is there. Now the other problem is that professionals. Have a hard time having to pick out the actual like… Um, like red flags. The situations where they have to help. Yeah. Right? Well that's not even uh, what I was thinking because… Um, I know… I this, She's just an example and I won't name who it is. But it's, it's someone who has a platform. Like she has an audience. And she would have a habit for a long time of writing like dense paragraphs. Just like laying out all her problems. Mm -hmm. And you know that was a big part of why she had an audience was because she was so open. She's, I can't even say what she does. But like you know a big attraction to her was that people felt like they could relate to her. The fact that she was so open about her issues and like her sadness and her loneliness and stuff like that. But it was clearly becoming unhealthy for her to do that because… She felt pressured to overshare. Not even that. She was oversharing in a way where when you're just putting it out to no one specifically, you're not actually being heard. Yeah. And um, you're whatever like catharsis you might get from expressing that, there's no resolve to yeah. it. So yeah. she she did the right thing where she got professional help. Mm -hmm. And I heard that through the professional help, uh, her therapist said like, stop doing that. Don't overshare on social media. Some some things about your private life should be private. Mm -hmm. Or else you're going to think that that's something to sell. Mm -hmm. Or that like that's some, that like people deserve to know like every little bit about like what you're going through. Mm -hmm. You know you're giving at the same time you're giving too many strangers too much power. And like that… We she could see was getting to her like for doing stuff that, like that. that. It's a dangerous thing. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like teen reach was a person calling a person. Yeah. Right. It was one to one, and the program you had was one to one, um, even if it's anonymous or confidential, right? But just putting your um. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong to share what you're going through online. But if you're actually looking for resolve, it's hard to get it. But it's easy to just get that instant um, instant resolve, right? Instant gratification yeah. kind of resolve. Where like you'll see some comments saying like, you know, I see what you're going through. Like, I hope you do better. I, um, I'm going through the same thing. And you feel a moment of like 
you know, for a moment, it feels good that that someone is. It feels like someone is hearing you. But the thing is, because the the way the platforms are set up, it, it's not. It's not gonna. You know, there's no next step. And a lot of the times, people do that. Think hoping that someone specifically is seeing it. Yeah, but they won't ever get that resolve or yeah. confirmation. And if you don't get the resolve, um, now you're gonna be like chasing the resolve, but it all in in the wrong place. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, uh, and, and that's sort of what I was getting at right before um, this was brought up. Like, um, the also another problem is that when we back then when we saw a cry for help. It was like really visible. It, it had to be when it was reaching its breaking point. No, but it, it was visible. Oh, okay. Because no one, like, not enough people were sharing their emotions. Oh. So that when 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 somebody like somebody would say like when I was when I was younger and somebody like in class would say that they're depressed. Yeah. Or a teacher would be like, "Why is this kid absent?" And someone's like, "Oh." He's like depressed. Yeah. And like… And it was like a big deal. Because mm. we didn't understand it. Yeah. And it must mean that like… Something really bad is happening. Right? So we immediately recognized the cries for help. But… Uh, I don't know if this is true. But like nowadays… I, I, won- I wonder and worry that like… Because a lot of people are sharing… Um, if a kid in middle school is like, dude, I, I, I'm like depressed. I don't know if people are recognizing uh, like true moments like where it's a cry for help. Yes. You know? Like it, I, I think it's easy for us to like skip over that… What that person is saying. Um, like we would skip over a post. Oh, because it's become so common yeah. that it's like almost as if someone's saying like they have a runny nose. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Um, I wonder if it, it it it'll ever get to that point, um, which it would be another problem, right? Yeah. Like if you're skip if you're like looking on Instagram and you see like three posts where people are saying they're sad, um, you're gonna start like. Just… Oh this person said and skipping over it. Mm, and like not… No one's properly addressing anything. Yeah. And ah. I wonder if um, like… Professionals uh, worry about that as well. Yeah. Where they uh, feel kind of numb to it a little bit. Because so many people are telling them… Um, that they're going through something. And that like posting about it is good enough. And then like they're not coming to… The people who can yeah, actually maybe, target maybe, maybe. resolve, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe. I've only seen a professional um, once in my life, mm. and by uh, professional professionals, I mean like uh, like medical, like actual healthcare, like professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I I I've probably mentioned it before, but I I had to have a bunch of sessions with a psychiatrist and a psychologist at the same time uh, at Stanford Medical Center. So these were real doctors. And I had like tests done. and They had to talk to me. And they were like, 
naming the symptoms of like they're like have you in the re- in the recent few days have you done this have you done this and I said yes to him and it was basically like for like manic depression right mm, yeah and literally I had somehow done all of those things and uh, anyways. That was that was the only time that where I was like literally like like sitting with legit professionals. But other times I had these situations where like I would you know my parents would have me talking to someone a professional to help me because I was you know like they didn't understand what was going on with my emotions. Mm. And it would be like a pastor. At some church. Yeah. And he's giving me all the wrong advice. You know? Yeah. At, at points calling me a sinner. Which is seriously like the worst thing you can possibly do to some kid who's trying to figure things out. Like putting their problems onto them. Yeah. And also also like… Also uh, like just labeling emotions with good and bad. Or yeah. good and evil. This doesn't work. That's not how you do th- that. Right? And I'm like this guy's not a professional. Um, and or or I would be in a in a situation where someone would pretend to be a professional because they're like you know they're like an adult or something yeah and they you know they were a PE teacher you know <laughs> physical like, health yeah and, yeah and they're they're not they're not certified to be dealing with the mind but um they try and. I mean, I'm I, kudos for trying, but you're not gonna get the best advice. Yeah. Right. And another thing is, uh, after I became a uh, like a known person here, um, I, 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 you know, I, I had manic depression before I started, so obviously, I'm gonna deal with it even after I started music, right? Mm-hmm. And there were moments where I needed, I really needed help. Like professional help. And the thing is my label would advise me. Um, well. They had to advise me because they were worried for me. But what they would tell me is. Uh, if I go see someone. Even though it's going to be have to be kept confidential. And even though that's the way it should be. It's unfortunately not going to be a guarantee. Yeah. Because people will see you walking in and out. Um. Someone working there will see you. Even if the doctor is not the one. Um, and at the time when I was talking about this with the label. That was a while. Like a long time ago. So um, like having that you know public as public knowledge would not be very good. Mm-hmm. So there was like a stigma. And that prevented me from… Going to someone. You know? Yeah. And I had to work it out on my own. And that it would like hurt you to even seek help. Yeah. Amazingly enough, I did work it out on my own. Bless. But that that's a blessing. Yeah. That's, that, I was just lucky. I'm, I'm still not even sure if I did. Really. Yeah. Luckily my sister like studied clinical psychology. Hmm. Um, before she studied law. So like… She's able to kind of… Talk to me on both sometimes. Um, but you know, she's not around anymore. She's like in, in she's like in Virginia. Oh. Which is very far away from Seoul. Yes. Um, but 
yeah, like a lot of times I felt like, you know, I, I couldn't get help for all the wrong reasons. And like, and that's, that's, that totally sucks. And to this day, a lot of, um, you know, I, I told you a lot of people call me to, to maybe like get a number for, for like a professional. Because oh. they, they feel like, they feel like I would know. Yeah. Right? And the first thing they'll say is, do you know anyone I can talk to on the down low? Yeah. Privately. Confidentially. When that should be a given. Yes. That, that's actually a legal yeah. given. Yeah. But the fact that they… That's the first thing that they say. Even when it's something so simple like… Um, you know, just just being too tired, even, you know, like just just medical conditions. And and they're they they are afraid to do to that it might, you know. Yeah. And that's that's just weird. And that's just not right. And that's sad. Uh but but even if you're not like you know, I'm talking about celebs, but but even if you're not, like I'm sure a ton of people are like, I don't want my parents to know. Yeah. You know, that's that that was one of my biggest fears too. Like I when I was seeing the psychiatrist and the psychologist, I didn't just tell my parents. You yeah. Know? I was afraid that they would find out. And then eventually I did tell them and they got mad at me. There you go. Yeah, they got mad at me for Being me. Yeah. And uh, I just didn't understand. I was like… What do you mean? I was like… I don't want to be this way. Do you think I enjoy that I have to tell you this? I don't. And uh, and that was their way of like… Dealing with it too. They just didn't understand. It's not like they were trying to be evil. Yeah. Or mean. It's just they just did not understand how to react. Because they were never taught uh, in their time… How to deal with people that are going through an emotional problem. And that it's something to deal with. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And depression and like all of this anxiety, these aren't inventions. Yes. <laughs> you know, these were around like. It's in your DNA. Yeah. These it's, were around when we yeah. were like, you know, discovering fire. Yes. It was around. Mm. The only things that are inventions are terms for it. And the words and the and the and the and the ways we can like diagnose it and, yeah. and the ways we can uh maybe treat it. Yeah. But other than that, it's always been there. Right? Why do you think we have like so many crazy stories from Hollywood back in like the fifties and you know, the fo- like early Hollywood? What do you mean? Like people going off the walls or like what? Yeah. We have… We have… There, there are like crazy like off the wall stories. Yeah. And it's because like… You know… People still went through all this. Like they still had anxiety. All these problems. But uh, we, didn't ha- we didn't even have the terms for it. And then like the public would only see like the crazy symptoms. Yeah. And, of the problem. And because of that like… Get, imagine like what these child actors were going through. Right? Like even with Home Alone. Yeah. You know? You just imagine. Yeah. And and this kid has no way… Well, he's not a kid. He's older than me. So I, I shouldn't… Whoa. Sombe. <laughs> I think he's older than me. Uh, well, he shouldn't 
he probably had no idea what he was feeling at times. Right? Yeah. And no one else was able to recognize it either. You know what I mean? And like who was even supposed to like relate to such a extraordinary like circumstance. Yeah. I'm glad now we can all be… At least be on the wavelength where we can understand what someone is going through. Yeah. Like we can just throw out a word. And enough people can agree that that's a problem. But wow. Like imagine like… Roman times, dude. Julius Caesar. <laughs> like Julius Caesar's like… Yeah. S- sitting there. And someone's like… Yo. You're Julius. Well, they wouldn't say yo and then off with his head. <laughs> They'd be like, what, what did they call him? Sambei. They're like, Sambei-nim. Sambei-nim. Sajang-nim. 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 And Caesar's like, what? Yeah. And they're like, you, you look… Rather uh, despondent tonight. You're like dis- you dissociated all- through all the beheadings. <laughs> you you've been you've been so strong so far. Yeah. Conquering the world, and now I see you staring at the moon quite often. With what I feel, am I right? Is that a tear in your eye? He's like, no, shut up. And, and he's, he's like, like he's like, like, he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Off with his head. <laughs> She's like, and another person dragged <laughs> off, and Caesar's like, I don't want to be doing this too. I don't. I just killed fifteen of my, you know, servants. Yeah, for asking how I feel, and I don't. It's because I don't know how to feel. Yeah, I feel all this anxiety and all this pressure, and I feel like someone's gonna betray me, but I can't figure out who. I can't figure out who. And this <laughs> this person's like, I think Brutus is gonna. Backstab you. He's my bro. We slap like, each literally. other all day. And you're like, dude, are you, are you talking shit about my bro? <laughs> Off with his head. <laughs> Another guy dead. Yeah. Okay. And then Caesar literally gets stabbed in the back. Yeah. Um. And imagine like just any any of those like historical periods where they were n- like, like imagine how confused you like. Let's say primitive times. Okay? Yeah. You're out there fighting mammoths. Like struggling with a <laughs> saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. You come home with the with the meat. And you're like cooking it. And all of a sudden… You feel like none of this matters. <laughs> feel like you're putting your, your life on the line every single day. Yeah. And, and like… Nothing is changing. You're like nothing is right. And you, you, you… Like something is wrong here. But you don't even know what it is. Like why am I… Having feelings. What is going on here? Yeah. You look at your K paintings. And you realize it doesn't look nearly half as good as like… Yeah. So-and-so's paintings next to yours. And you're like… Why do I even bother… Why do I even documenting bother… Documenting how I hunted today. Yeah. And like… <laughs> why am I hunting at all? Yeah. For real. You're like… This you, is… I'm so tired. You kill this mammoth. And then in the middle of it… Like you've done this a hundred times. But for some reason today… You're looking at the dead mammoth or, or dying mammoth whimpering. And you, you feel feel this rush of something which is guilt. But you don't even know… You don't even have a word for it yet. So you don't even know what you're feeling. You don't know why you feel this way. You feel like you've, you've sinned. But you don't even have a word for sin. You don't have words. 
So you're just like <laughs> you barely have fire. And and you, you yeah, you you don't even have a wheel yet. So you go back to your cave and you're with your like brethren and your family and you, you don't even know how to tell them what you're feeling. Yeah. Right? And you you feel like if you do they will stone you. Yeah. Um yeah, it, it trips me out. Like I And I, if anything, they should they had more right to be more stressed. Yeah. No toilet. Constant fear of death. Yeah. But in like a violent way. Yeah, in a in a in a like where like the That's e- that's anxiety. <laughs> where the easiest way to go is a saber tooth tooth like going through your torso. Yeah. Is like probably the the most so, pleasant know, way. Not a bad way to go. Because the other options you have is a mammoth stepping on you. Or a, a rival army yeah. coming in and just destroying you. And just destroying your family in front of your eyes. Yeah. Like… That's stress, dude. I hope they call. <laughs> if they I call, hope they okay, call. <laughs> if I was doing Teen Reach… Yeah. They're like, hello. I'm like, like, yep. This is Teen Reach. How can I… Please tell me like whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. Like, dude. uh, A mammoth trampled. Like my entire… Like everyone I know. Gone. And I've just been chased by a saber-toothed tiger. And I've discovered this beautiful… Beautiful flower. It was huge. And I touched it and I burned my hand. It was this I think it's I think you're talking about fire, dude. You're not supposed to touch it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just imagine like how heavy that conversation would have been. Yes. And I would be like, okay, this is something to be very stressed about. Yes. I can totally recognize that this guy is going through a, a ton. Right? But nowadays, um, some of the, the 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 source of our anxieties or the source of our um like sadness or loneliness is really hard to pinpoint ironically yeah it's become easier to diagnose it it's become easier to talk about it but for some reason it's become more difficult to recognize it as a real problem yeah right yes where it's how, not good enough to just say yeah, that's how you feel. How ironic is that? Yeah. Right? Like how do you tell how do you how do you tell your parents that um that TikTok uh is the reason why you've become depressed? Yeah. How how do you even explain that to them? Like how do you explain something happened on TikTok or something? And it's legitimate. Like yeah, and it's, it's a real problem. Yeah, and it's a legit. Yeah. Like, how do you even like explain it to them? It would be like a caveman trying to explain to other cavemen about like what he felt when he killed a mammoth. Yeah, it was just it's just hard to do so. Yes, you know. Yes. Um. So I find that kind of like ironic, and also, yeah. But yeah. But you know. It seems to be more than just like certain things triggering uh, those type of feelings. 
definitely uh, there's much more platform to figure out, have a conversation, hear other people's stories. Because I think one of those things is probably like a big part of why like, you know, people might have not called you. Mm-hmm. Was because they're thinking like this is such a weird, unique situation that only applies to me. And how is a person on the phone supposed to even, you know, yeah. possibly re- relate or even like fathom. But then you realize obviously when people are a little bit more open about it, how fathomable it is. You know? You know what's really sad is that… um Like I think I've said it before. Yeah. Probably have. But like Mithra and Tukas have never said that they are sad. Mm. I've never heard them ever say to anyone that they are sad. Like I am sad. Now Sir Paul. In 17-18 years. Do you know how crazy that is? Yeah. The amount of time we spent together. And they… I have never heard them utter those words. Um… So, you know, so, some things haven't completely, you know, changed or gotten better. Right? Yeah. Like these are… These guys would not call my teen reach. Yeah. Right? And Mithra… I don't know. I, I've never… I haven't asked Mithra. But like two cuts, I actually asked him. I was like, you know, you realize you never ever really talk about like your inner world or emotions. It's almost as if you don't have one. Right? And you know, yeah. do you realize that one day that, that could… Like come cr- crashing down. Like you should you should talk about it sometimes. And I was like, you've never said you're sad. And he's like, I, I'm not. And I'm like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, how could you never be sad? And he's like, I really have I really have never been s- I'm not sad. Very well. He's like, I mean, when I get angry, true. you don't you don't see it? And I'm like, oh, I see it. And he's like, <laughs> Yeah, when I get angry, I say it. That's true. Or when I get like judging now or bored, I, I will say it. But I'm just and now I don't he's know. like mad at you. I'm I'm like, just not sad. Okay. And I'm like okay, but I have seen him cry a couple times. So usually when he's like done something wrong to me <laughs> and needs to get out of that situation, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> I saw him once like cry. Uh, like when they're drunk, they cry sometimes. Yeah, that's when it comes out. Which is even more heartbreaking. Yeah. Because… Well, I do that too all the time. But like… That's even more heartbreaking. Yeah. Right? Because it's like… That's… That's what you need to cry. Like… Three bottles of tequila. And a ton of limes. And just… So many limes. And so many like… Tapas. Like plates of tapas. Like we have to spend this much money. Like for, piles of for those little to, umbrellas. For you to cry. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's even it's even more heartbreaking when that happens. Yeah. And um I think then just as if for anyone like listening, uh, like just as valuable as it's been for being able to express, maybe it's just as important to be uh expressing to others that like in general, like you're an open ear. Yeah. That you're willing to accept and it's not like going to be a burden if someone tries to. That's you a know, good point. like if people are too scared of a hotline, just letting people know like in general, like, you know, I can be that hotline or whatever type of thing. Yeah. That. Anyways, guys. Um, yeah. You continue to um, like talk to me when you need to and I will try to listen. But… um. 
definitely uh, you, you need to… Like if you really feel like you need concrete help, you need to find co- concrete solutions. And usually it's, it's only possible through like an actual professional. So… Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you'll meet a professional who's just very unprofessional. Yes. And not very good at all. And if that happens, uh, don't be like, but this person's a professional. There's no way that this person's like advice feels wrong. But he's, he's got a degree on his wall. Maybe he, he must be right. Don't ever think that. Mm. Don't ever think that. If you, if you, if you can something's not sense right. that something is wrong… Uh, you gotta you gotta make a change immediately. Yeah. Um, but also don't go to the person that just tells you what you want to hear. Um, it's not easy but you know we all got to try. Anyways. Uh, I'll see you guys next week on the Tableau podcast. Please recommend the podcast to anybody uh, that you feel needs it. And thank you for listening. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.